It's time for the Plank Show with Josh Helmer and Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank. Oh, let's go, Josh. Let's go, Ref Army. We're on the road for a OEC. Uh oh. Uh oh. I noticed you brought the audio down really quickly. TJ was worried that we were a little bit hot. Are we not? Check, check, check. One, no, we're, two, you, one, you two. Sound, we're good? You sound tremendous. I just, okay. uh, I didn't want you to be drowned out. All right, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Josh. How are you on this OEC Fiber Football Friday? Man, I'm doing good. Good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm good. How was your Thursday night? You have uh, did you were you involved in any of the high school football responsibilities last night? No, I was not. So uh, oh. I got to uh, well hang out and watch a little hoops, and it was good. I'm ready to uh, call a little football tonight. Oh, we got playoff action. Do you step your game up more? Are there any pregame festivities for you? I mean, I with- think you you got to get a couple of win spreads in, right? You get. <laughs> Really, you you have to elevate. Oh man, I'm really uh, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I love this time of year. This is I've all be I haven't joked. I've talked about my favorite holiday weekend or holiday celebration is usually the Fourth of July, right? Uh, I'm a big hamburger, hot dog in America kind of a guy by God, uh, but I think Thanksgiving and around the playoffs is number two. Alan Trimble. Man, I, lo- I learned so much from Coach Trimble whenever I was just getting started and uh, obviously doing a, a lot of jinx stuff whenever I was in Tulsa being around that community and that team and that, that family. He would always say the best feeling is the, in the world is to be able to have a practice on Thanksgiving. He goes, that's, when, you, when you're going out and you're practicing on Thanksgiving, yeah, you want your turkey and your family, but whenever you got a football practice because you're playing, that's what it's all about. So, um. I've always just thoroughly – Thanksgiving, this month, and football just go hand in hand. And I think, obviously, tonight – well, and last night. We'll get some scores from last night from the high school football playoffs coming up. But tonight, obviously, I live in a community that is football crazy uh, for the Washington Warriors, and they should be. And then I'm, I'm even – Josh, this shows you how in I am right now. I'm equally as excited for the junior football championships tomorrow, the, the little guys <laughs> – like my, our guy, uh, great dude, Chris Wilkerson, Trevor Anderson, Joel Suri, all there. I'm excited to watch their sons do what I always wanted my son to do, play freaking football. Um, but, you know, I, this isn't me trying to vicariously live through anyone, is it, Josh? No, no. no of course no, not. not. Now, in fairness, in fairness, Will would point out that he did play football up until eighth grade. And he won a championship and he just walked it off. He's like, I'm good. I'm walking into the sunset. <laughs> I'm like, you're like 12. What are you talking about? You're walking into the sunset. <laughs> but it's a fun weekend of football. I, I, I will guarantee you this. I don't think we'll spend too much time recapping Thursday night football. That was not pretty. And then, Josh, I feel like before we get to all of our Sooner stuff today, I feel like there's a lot of like eyes and I don't know if the term would be waiting with bated breath, but... Are we going to find out something on Michigan today? Is that the buzz that you're getting right now? It sounds like we might, yeah. There's conflicting opinions, right? Some people feel like we're, we're yes, going to find something out today, and then others say, eh, I don't know. If, if I could be a buzzkill for a moment, I don't think we're going to. Now, 
uh, to be perfectly clear, every time I feel like I have a feel on a story like this, the exact opposite happens. And I don't think, correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I don't think it can truly be viewed as a Friday news dump, Josh, if everyone is expecting it to happen. (laughs) Ooh, big Friday news dump coming up. Well, if you have all hands on deck, it's not like you can really slide it in. Here, uh, theories, just real quick. Real quick theories, okay? If it is a very minimal slap on the wrist, I think you go ahead and announce it today. You go ahead and you announce it today. If it's something a little bit larger, like, for instance, if Jim Harbaugh is getting suspended, I think I think that's something that I don't know what a PR specialist would say, Josh. But I think that's something that either you get out right before the game so it might kind of get lost in the shuffle of the game, maybe, or you wait until much later that evening to drop it, like right in the middle of Pac-12 at dark. Either way, you kind of get the sense that you are, it's the best way to put it, that you're doing you're doing a good job of trying to, to bury it if it's bad, right? Because I, I don't think anyone wants to be out flexing on this thing right now. Boy, the Big Ten coaches, are you surprised at how much they're pushing? They're pushing for something severe. I listened to Brett Bielema the other day, and holy smokes, I felt like he lost a family member when talking about this sign-stealing thing. They're really going above and beyond right now. Well, you've got a team that has won the league in multiple seasons, and, and might do it again, but, uh, yeah, I think people get feeling some kind of way, right, when they think that, and pretty convincingly it seems from the evidence, that you're doing something that nobody else is doing. Mm. Here's the biggest question. Of all those scenarios I laid out before we get to OU West Virginia, does anything happen during the confines of the Plank Show today? I don't think so. I don't either. But I'd love to be wrong. But I'd love to be wrong. Uh, All right. Well, let's dive right into it. It's 9, 10. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. We're we're at actually a very cool location for the show today. We're at Beanstalk Coffee. Uh, I'm a big fan of this place, and it's their second. Can I still say new location? Yeah, okay. Well, well, see, to be honest with you, Josh Helmer, it's new to me because I never knew this location was here. <laughs> We're on 12th Avenue between, what would that be, Robinson and Alameda, little strip shopping center next to the Pizza Hut and the car wash as an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Obviously, we're going to get a jolt of energy from Squirrel. David Goodspeed coming up at 1030 this morning. And Lee Sterling's going to be in at 10 a.m. We also have just been informed that thanks to the good people at Affordable Door, we've got a pair of tickets to the men's basketball game to give away tonight. How about that? Pretty awesome. All we need is uh, name and cell number. And well, well here's I, I have an idea. I have an idea for you. Because I feel like, you know, what's the best thing you can get as a gift, right? Cash. Cash is the best thing you can give anybody. We're basically giving you free cash right here, right? You're not having to pay to go to the game. You got your tickets. So I say, Josh, in the first 
I want to give away these pair in the first hour, but I want I want the Ref Army, I want the Plank Platoon, and thank you, Brian Man, for giving us these giveaways. These are awesome. We got two pairs. Two pairs. It's like a massive giveaway for this show, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. So why don't we just ask on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, biggest thing you want to see tomorrow, biggest thing you need to see from the Sooner football team, and we'll peruse through all the entrance, all the entries. All it, it doesn't need to be long. I don't need a do, I don't need a thesis. What they call the Michigan man? Uh, a manifesto. Uh, I don't need a manifesto. Just something smooth, quick, and to the point. And we'll take those submissions and we'll pick a couple players of the game, so to speak. And you'll win a pair of tickets. We got two to give away. So. Does that sound fair to you, or do you think we should even simplify it more? Sounds great. No, I love it. Okay. And, again, courtesy of Affordable Door Company, all their work guaranteed, 405-233-8747. Call for a free estimate today on residential garage door services, roller doors, sectional garage doors, automatic openers. Basically, whatever you want for your garage door, they've got it. If it's a garage door, they've got you. In fact, I'm getting ready to have them come out to my place, Josh, because I've got a – a massive garage, I mean, like a garage door that's way too big. It's like the biggest garage door you've ever seen in your life, and I don't want it anymore. So I want them to find me a cool op- uh, option. That's what they do at Affordable Door. All right, 405-651-3439. Biggest storyline, biggest thing you want to see, biggest key you can go, biggest biggest angle, biggest whatever. A lot of biggest in there, Josh. A lot of, lot of biggest. 405-651-3439. We'll draw those winners within the hour just to make sure you have plenty of time to plan and prepare for it tonight oklahoma west virginia let's get after it six o'clock tomorrow night i brought this up to toby roland in the crossover and yesterday i was i went through the entire neil brown press conference neil brown's press conference was there was a moment where it kind of got tense I've got to I've got to call my West Virginia guys. Not with Neil, but I, I don't know if people are asking questions over Zoom, but the, it, it it just seemed like there was some sort of delay. And one of the one of the media guys called somebody a smart aleck. But then when I went back, I'm like, is he saying that he's a smart aleck? Was he calling Neil one? But it it was just it was weird. But it was a beat. It was happy, and for a guy who was coaching for his job and had a team pick 14th in the preseason. This West Virginia team, I mean, I, I'm not sitting here trying to declare them the toughest team that Oklahoma has played this year, but they seem to have things cooking. So I mentioned this in the crossover. Neil Brown steals salty over 2021 whenever they came here and lost. Here was the question was asked of Neil Brown, hey, this maybe is the last time that you'll face Oklahoma. It is the last time that you'll face them, barring something crazy in the Big 12 championship game which I think whoever loses here is completely and totally out for now. But what is there motivation in this being the last time that you'll play the Sooners? No, we just got a sour taste in our mouth about the last time we were there. You know, we got beat on a walk-off field goal, felt like we were in control of the game and uh, with an opportunity to win it. And uh, and we, turn, we, we have turned it over on downs, and then they win it late. And so that's really the motivation. I know you all get, you know um, – yeah, we, somebody or Tony was asking me about the schedule when it got released last week, and I was like, I don't really care. 
You know, like who I don't care if we, who we play in our league or you know I don't care if we play all of them or none of them. I don't care that Texas or Oklahoma's leaving. I really don't care. Um, and I don't mean that bad toward Texas or Oklahoma. It's just like all right, who's in our league? Uh, you know, commissioner's going to take care of that. We're in pretty good. We're positioned pretty well. And whoever we have to play, uh, hopefully we don't have to do back to backs on the West Coast. You know, other than that, I don't really care. <laughs> A sour taste in our mouth from the way that we played the last time we were there. Do you remember what happened the last time that they were here? And Jed Drenning kind of alluded to it as well. It was the first and only walk-off win that Oklahoma Sooner football has had. Game-winning field goal. Gosh, what was that? Uh, Gabe Burkich. How many different pronunciations did we have of Burkich, by the way? Breakage was, I think, my personal favorite. How about you? 16-13. <laughs> Do you know what led to the Gabe Burkage game-winning field goal? A turnover. A turnover. Turnover on downs, I believe it was. And Neil Brown, to this day, is a firm believer that an Oklahoma football player barked out the snap that led to the mistaken snap for West Virginia. And in fact, I think, I think Neil Brown, Josh, I think he went as far as that being a play that at the time he had submitted to the big 12. He was that frustrated over it. Now I I do think Neil, whenever we talk, whenever coach Brown talked about it, he had said Asamoah, but I'm pretty sure that it was um, that it was Deshaun White. But it was, let's see, where it was, let's see here. This is a 13-13 game. Oh, yeah, it wasn't even a turnover. It wasn't even a turnover. It was on, like, second and 12. It was second and 12. That's right. And they were drive. They were just grinding the clock. Just grinding the clock down in the 13-13 game. It was like four minutes to go in the game. And on a second and 12 play, a 21-yard loss on a bad snap. And Neil Brown to this day is convinced that that bad snap happened because an Oklahoma defender did the – I don't know what the proper terminology would be, yeah, right? F- the fake cadence. The fake cadence. West Virginia ended up having to punt. Oklahoma proceeded to milk the final 339 of the game, setting up Gabe Burkich for a game-winning field goal. I'm surprised that Neil didn't just come out, and Coach Brown didn't just come out and say that. But he has, I'm telling you what, I've talked with Coach Brown a couple of times uh, for Big 12 Radio. And whenever I'm with Gabe, there's not a time where he doesn't allude to that in some way, shape, or form. (laughs) So when you hear Neil Brown say, yeah, we felt like we had the game won, should have won the football game, that's why, Josh. He feels like there was tomfoolery the last time that he was here for West Virginia. Now, there's a lot of new on this team. You know, there's only a hand – I don't want to say a handful, but if you were go back and look at that box score, there's not as as many players that are contributing to West Virginia 
from that game, so I don't think he can go with a remember the Alamo. But it's it's kind of funny sometimes what will stick in a coach's like Burn that at that moment, you know, that would have been that would have been such a massive win for West Virginia. I mean, Oklahoma was three and zero on the season, right? That made them four and zero. Now we know how the season eventually went, and we don't have to revisit it all. But kind of wild, isn't it, to think that here's the coach two years after he beat Oklahoma last year. Right after he beat OU last year, the Steelers like you know we went down there. We should have won that football game. <laughs> so I don't think it's anything extra motivation for these players, but for Neil Brown, not just that it's Oklahoma and you're getting a chance to play in one of the great venues in college football, but for him, he felt like the last time they were here, they should have won that football game and they were robbed. It's pretty, pretty cool little motivation, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean obviously. I can see where that would stick with him and frustrate right. West Virginia, uh, you know, the the coaching staff for sure. But uh, as you pointed out, Garrett Green, right, played a little bit in that game, but uh, obviously wasn't involved in that play. So really both ways, for the most part, all of the key figures from that game, well, they're not going to play in this one, right? I mean, Drake, point, yeah. Drake Stoops played uh, in that game. But uh, I'm looking, I mean, there's – Do you have the box score up? Yeah, I've got it. There's <laughs> – I mean, obviously, Rattler's your quarterback. Eric Gray and Brooks are your running backs. Jeremiah Hall. I mean, it's like up and down. Michael Dude. Woods, Mario Williams, Mims, Hazelwood. I mean, it's not not many of the same faces. It, Josh, this would be – so 21 – this would be players that have, you know, you would think would still be around. I mean, let's just call it like it is, right? You – this is a game that was played two years ago. Two years ago. I have two players on the roster that registered a stat from that game two years ago that are still on the uh, that are still on the roster offensively. And you mentioned one of them is Drake Stoops. And the other left and came back. <laughs> Austin That's Steiner. Right. I mean, I'm looking right now. On the defensive side of things, let's see here. DJ Graham, <laughs> DJ Graham was the sixth leading tackler that game. Shane Witter was playing. Yeah, there's not a lot. Billy Bowman, there you go. Oh my gosh, look, you look down this list of guys. It is wild. It is wild to think of how quickly that turnover has taken place defensively too. Anyway, that's news you all know. But just a little side story in preparation for Oklahoma and West Virginia tomorrow. All right, when we come back, I've got a pair of tickets to give away to a couple of members of the Ref Army today for tonight's, did I say that right? For tonight's OU Hoops game. All we're asking for is your storylines, what you want to see, your X factors. You know, I love that that angle uh, on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear more from Neil Brown right here on an OEC Fiber Football Friday on the home of Sooner fans. I don't know about you, Josh Helmer. I feel pretty good about the start on the Kidippemeyer Chevrolet text line today. We be cooking, Pos- baby. Positive vibes only. Positive vibes only. Um, welcome into the Plank Show right here on the home of Sooner fans. Last night, do you know what I did last night, Josh? Did you happen to catch what I was up to last night? Uh, I don't know. No, I did not. I called softball. Oh, yeah, yeah, last yeah. I night. knew that. Yeah, the, the final game yeah. of the battle series. 
Yeah, it was great. It was great. Ella Parker was awesome. She hit what would have been a walk-off home run, and I kind of lost my mind. But then I feel like, Coach, I hope you don't mind me saying this, I feel like I know Coach Gasso fairly well. I mean, I have been around. I'm going to, you know, good Lord willing, let me do my ninth season with softball. Ninth season this year. Um, And I knew, (laughs) because Destiny Martinez, Destiny McElroy now, and I talked about it, I'm like, you know if there's a walk-off, we're still going to have at-bats, right? She looked at me, and sure enough, Ella Parker hits the home run that would have led the Crimson team to the win. But I saw Coach Gatson immediately start walking down, and she was giving the, the little hitter thing. Do you know what I learned last night? Just I, I bring it up because I could sit here and talk softball all day, but it's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Do you know what I learned yesterday that I wasn't aware of? No, what was it? S- softball is using pitch comp technology. They are using – now, it's not baseball. It's – well, no up, Plank. It's softball. But it's not like the baseball. Um, and I haven't had a chance to look at it. I hope I hope Jen Rocho – I need to go over and bug her anyway. I'd, I'd love to see how it works. So, basically, instead of, you know, having the, <laughs> the grad assistants and the volunteer assistants have to cut out a ton of cards, everyone has the little, like, digital display – that shows them what the pitch is. So now it's it's something I don't know if they're just workshopping it in the fall and we'll see in the spring. But it's they've been doing it all fall. I didn't even notice it the last game. I mean, it literally just flew right over my head, and it was just it was kind of cool. Because let's be honest, cards a little antiquated, right? I mean, that's like I still use a notebook to do all my notes for the radio show, right? A little antiquated. But just kind of a new technology that's rolling into the sport of softball. And now we shall await the release of the OU non-conference schedule. Uh, It is my understanding the Big 12 schedule is out. OU opens against Iowa State at home. But it is my understanding that we are, as we typically do, we're going to spend the whole month of February on the road. We know that the Sooners are going to Puerto Vallarta. We know that they're going to Palm Springs. And I had a little birdie tell me last night that we may be heading towards a state in the SEC footprint, but we won't be playing against the SEC team that lives in that state. That makes sense? But yeah. it is too. Clemson? SEC. SEC. Not ACC. Did I say ACC? Well, but you got South Carolina. Ooh. Dang, man, that's a good guess. It is not Clemson. That's a very good guess. This is more of an early season tournament. And it's uh, uh, not Clemson, not South Carolina. That is a heck of a guess, dude. My bad. Look at you. If you're sending in a text to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, Josh Helmer, and I had asked that simple question, keys, things you're looking out for, what would be your submission today? Well, I, I think the biggest key to winning the game is being good containing Green, the quarterback. So I would start there tackling and defending the quarterback run. Obviously, Donaldson's good too, so just run defense in general, but the, the quarterback run defense. Obviously, a lot of offensive questions that we all want to see answered as well. Mm. 
I just I'm going to go through a couple of these, and this doesn't mean that you haven't won. I just I, I I've seen a few that have really caught my eye, and I said simple, right? What's the kiss mindset? Keep it simple, stupid. I'm calling myself stupid. Sorry, ma'am. Um, but it's like keep it simple, stupid, right? You, you you don't have to overcomplicate things. And I really like this because from the 405, it says no stupid personal fouls. Now, did we? Oh, never mind. We had one last week. <laughs> We had one the week before, and both of them were very damning. In fact, I think we had two against Kansas, right? So I know that's a very minimal expectation, but I, I like that, right? Just I, I want to see this team play like the disciplined team that we know they are. Um, This is pretty good from Sean, too. This is more of a, hey, pull back a little bit and think about it from this perspective. We're reaching the point we're going to have to start recognizing the football team at a Pop-Tart Bowl between innings at a softball game instead of recognizing a softball team at a football game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen here at Love's Field, welcome Brent Venables and the 2023 Pop-Tart Bowl champions. By the way, Pop-Tart is the new sponsor of the Cheez-It Bowl. Just so you know, that's that's where that's not him going East Popcorn State on us. That's the new sponsor. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, defense needs to get some sacks. Bryce B. They've been there, right? They've been on the verge, but they haven't been able to get home. How about this? It, can I fine tune yours a little bit, Bryce? Do you mind? I just want to see the quarterback affected again. I mean, it was nice to meet you. I, I got to tell you something. It was, I don't want to like say enraging because no one was madder than Brent Venables, but Josh, to see the time that Alan Bowman had. Now, and let's let's remember, he got off to an incredible start. Sooners did a much, much better job, I think, as the game progressed, and not necessarily, you know, sacking Alan Bowman, but at least making it a little bit more uncomfortable in the pocket. And the, the secondary did a better job. We're not looking back on that game, but I, I'm just pointing that out. Much better job than they did against Kansas. But is it against a mobile quarterback like Gage Green? My goodness. I've called him Gage Green, Gaston Green. <sighs> Garrett. Against the, and I do it a lot, bro. I'm not even kidding. I don't know why, and then I can't remember his name. Gaston Green was a running back for UCLA. Gage Green was a kid that was in our second grade class in Mrs. Benvenuto's class in second grade that was in school for a week and then moved. I'm, I'm kidding you not. And for some I don't know where he is, maybe RIP, but he's ruined me for re, remembering Garrett Green's name. Tattooed on the brain. So I just want to see him affected, and he's a fast dude, but I just want to see him affected. Zach, we need a damn win. <laughs> yes, we that do. might win it. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Let let's hit. Let's hit it. Let's let's go all in. When we come back, we'll pick a winner from the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line and spend the better part of the next thirty minutes just going through your submission on things you're looking forward to tomorrow. Right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. OEC Fiber Football Friday. We're back. Josh Elmer alongside Chris Plank. This is the Plank Show right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. We're sorting through the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. What do you want to see 
from Oklahoma football tomorrow. And, oh, by the way, uh, picking a couple of winners to go to uh, the Oklahoma men's game tonight. So Tonight! David from Dell City. I-, I want to see DG and Lebby make the haters quiet. Here's the problem with that day from Dell City. Because let's say, Josh, hypothetically, Oklahoma goes out and does to West Virginia what it did to Iowa State. Let's say, hypothetically, that DG puts 400 yards on the board, three touchdowns. A little vindication, but what what will be the overriding response? Where, Where was that two weeks ago? Where was that last week? I mean, that's at least how I would feel, right? College football is kind of becoming a little bit more like the NFL, right? Where you see something one week, it's like, dang, man, that's impressive. And then the next week, it's the complete opposite. It's like, what in the world just happened here? Who is this team? <laughs> Pretty simple. But I think be- Out of the 918, heart. 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 Now, um, that was a first-time texter, at least from the history that we had. And I just love it. I offered up the tickets. Can't make it. Can't make it, Josh. So two pairs of tickets still in play. Which one caught your eye next? Out of the 417, a win, no turnovers, and an offense that clicks. A win? I, I by the way, I do I do kind of like that everyone is just a win, a win, a win, a win. Yeah, no, you're yeah, come on. More points. <laughs> you are- Right. If we come in here on Monday and it's a 16-13 game like it was two years ago, it could be a rough Monday for hey. the offensive guys. Yeah, but that'd be all right. <laughs> right now, that's that's okay. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, you, you had one more. You had one more. I chose this one as one that I was going to offer the tickets to. From the 6-2-0, biggest thing I want to see tomorrow in the game besides uh, – my son and I attending the game is for us to play clean, sound football to the capabilities that we have. All right, so see, you guys know what I'm a sucker for. Anytime you talk about bringing your kids to the yeah. game, I, I want to make sure that you get taken care of. Uh, here's a few more. Here's a few more before we uh, truly decide on that second pair of tickets to give away. The uh, from the 805, I almost just read the same exact one you did. That's oh, okay. That gosh. happens sometimes. So, like I said, you know, I, I'm trying to be better on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet tax line. On offense, writes the 805, stick with what's working and stop with the gadget plays that aren't necessary. Ding, ding, ding. Last night, last night, I don't know why, I was I was thinking about a couple of things in the game on on not just this Saturday, but the Kansas game. So there is one one of the YouTubers, and I, I maybe it, I don't think it's Okinu, Okionu. I don't think it's my guy, but I know that someone out there like chops it up. Maybe it's the Big Twelve, and you can watch certain point in like twenty minutes all the main highlights. And I remember going back, and I wanted to just see how glaring that decision was to do, you know, one of two or three things, right, specifically against Oklahoma State, right? The number one thing was, you know, what was going on with that snap, right? Uh, number two was, was there a play to be made 
on the deep ball to Brennan Thompson and, you know, it just wasn't made. The A couple of the, like, swing passes. So I just went back and away. The, tra- the traditional offense was rolling, was rolling. And it's just, it's frustrating that they seem to go away from it so quickly. Just, now, 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 let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that, Josh. Not go away from it, but try to do a little fanciness, get a little bit cute. And the, and I don't really think you needed to. Yeah, the, the, the jet sweeps and on and on and on. And those are just examples, obviously. No, no absolutely. Um, from the – let's see, where is this one? From the 918. 0.91A representing. What I hope to see tomorrow is the return of the OU team that played against Texas. I agree with you, but let's dive into what that looks like, right? To me, Josh, when I just say that blankly, hey, I want to see the OU team that beat Texas. That's a team that played disciplined football. That's a team that didn't turn the football over. That's a team that was able to run the football against a good Texas team. Now, granted, it wasn't your traditional run game. It was the quarterback run game. And what else was that? When a play needed to be made, they made a play. And they did it the following week. Now, it took a while. They did it the following week against UCF. That, to me, is the most frustrating thing over the last couple of weeks. I still, to this day, I was talking to Brandon Hall about it on Monday. Coach's Corner, which is out on the podcast right now, Soonersports.com slash podcast. I talked to Brandon Hall about it. He and I felt the same way. There was never a doubt Oklahoma was going to win either one of those games. Even when they let Kansas score. And Dylan Gabriel was trying to take him down the field without any timeouts. Right? I had no doubt in my mind. It's like, they're going to win this football game. I had no doubt in my mind. Whenever Oklahoma got the football late in Bedlam, they were going to go down and win the football game. Why? Because that had been this team to the previous seven games. So I agree with you. You know, that's what I want to see tomorrow. I want to see that team. And, Josh, those are, I mean, that's, like I said, it can be as generic and as vanilla as you want, but that's a simple way to put it. And to be honest with you, maybe one of the best, right? I want to see that team come back. And I want to see it tomorrow. I want to see it for these final three regular season games, and who knows, get a little help maybe in the uh, Big 12 championship game and then uh, in a bowl game as well. But what does that mean for me? It means the guys up front defensively, they they got to mm-hmm. get a little nasty back. That yep. That is part of the return of the Oklahoma team that played against Texas. We have not seen that since. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then one more from my man Dodger Blaine. Dodger Blaine, when I tell you, that the Raiders bucket has been one of the greatest additions to my office. I ain't lying, bud. It's been fantastic. Um, and Dodger Blaine writes, with tomorrow being Veterans Day, how about a happy Veterans Day to all my fellow vets? Have you seen the gear that they're wearing tomorrow? Well, now I know the Unity uniforms, right? And, and I know everyone has a feel about anthracite, and that's fine. But have you seen the sideline gear? No. Is it pretty sweet? <gasps> I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not usually somebody that feels like I need to have the same gear that matches the coaches, Josh. But after I saw that, uh, obviously, the in, in honor of the veterans, right, when I saw that gear, immediately I was like, all right, SSP, all right, Kelly Collier, all right, Bob Cunningham, 
I can't look un-American on the sideline. Gabe and I cannot look like we don't care about being patriotic. It's Armed Forces Day, by God. We've got to be dressed to the nine. Gear is awesome. Gear is awesome. Happy Veterans Day. All right, got a couple more we want to get to. Lee Sterling coming up after the top of the hour. We got one more pair of tickets to give away. Keep them coming. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. We are at Beanstalk Coffee right off 12. It's between Robinson and Alameda uh, in the Strip Center next to Pizza Hut. Come by, check us out right here on the ref. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. David Goodspeed is going to join us on site in about uh, 30 minutes from now. And uh, thanks to David for putting us at a place where I can feed one of my great addictions, my love of coffee and caffeine, Beanstalk Coffee and Snow, two drive through and indoor locations in Norman, Northwest 36th and Tecumseh, and then over here on the East Side. Northeast 12th. Now, they said between Main Street and Robinson. I would say in Alameda, but that probably, that tightens it up a little bit. Between Main Street and Robinson. Ginny uh, and Adam, Ginny uh, and Adrian, absolute rock stars. So really, really pumped to be here today. In the meantime, Josh Helmer, we got a few, well, this whole show is going to be about, hey, what are you looking forward to this weekend? What do you think for tomorrow? Uh, to pause quickly from the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet tax line. Um, Danny Stutzman, you let him go if he's not 100%? Probably not, no. Because you've you've seen good play from Kip Lewis and Kobe McKenzie. So, no, I think you, you, you want him. I mean, now, okay, is he 90%? I mean, is he, is he 75%? What, what percentage right. are you talking? Right, exactly. That's a good question. I would say... If he's if he's seventy five percent, no, no. But if he's close to ninety, maybe so. I've noticed a lot of Jaron Canick slander out there, where everyone's just ready for Kobe McKenzie and Kip Lewis and Sit Canick. I think I heard someone say this this week, and I thought it was a really good point. Jaron Canick's having a year that's kind of similar to what Danny had last year. Danny didn't have a great year last year. Now, he had a lot of tackles, and he made a lot of plays, and he learned a lot. But the key word there is learn. He learned a lot last year. And I'm not ready to punt on Canick by any stretch of the imagination. And who knows? What if what if Danny decides to turn pro after this year? He can. Billy Bowman can turn pro. Those are two guys that are kind of key to that defense. So maybe in, in one of the things I'm looking for, I don't know – I don't know in what West Virginia does. I don't know if it would present more opportunities for Canick just because they are such a physical running football team. It almost seems if Stutzman can't go, Josh, it's a Kip Lewis, Kobe McKenzie kind of a day. But I'll tell you what, it's it's reassuring, is it not, to have the kind of conversations where we are able to talk about the depth and the depth that's developing at that linebacker position for the Sooners, right? Well, now, Canick's need, Canick needs a lot of work, but it's developing. It also means that that leash isn't quite as long at that position, whereas maybe in years past it would be a little bit longer. Right. I, you know, for oh, me, good point. The, uh, 
Canick situation kind of reminds me of Kenneth Murray's first season a little oh bit. Oh, gosh, great comparison. To where flashes of brilliance and yet some some untimely, totally out-of-position mistakes. Yeah. And, yeah. and maybe maybe that's not even a great comparison because there's been some mistackling of late from uh, Jaron Canick. But I, I do still think he's got a lot of potential. But, again, like I said, it's just a different world that Oklahoma's operating in in terms of, well, they've got more, more bodies to pick from there. Right, exactly. Exactly. All right. On that injury update, just to bring a full circle, don't know about Danny, but from what Bryn Venables had said, he was practicing this week. In just gauging like a reaction, it seemed as if he was less optimistic about Gentry, right? So, you know, we'll see if he's he going to get out there today. This was on Monday, talking about Tuesday. And it seems like with Tawi, he's able to go a little bit last week, but you could tell, man, my guy wasn't 100%. Brandon Clark, who's Brandon Clark? Brandon Hall told us that we we're going to see a more active role from Peyton Bowen this weekend, so that. Seems to be pretty optimistic. Looks like they're starting to get a little healthy. We'll find out. Quick break. When we come back, Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com, joins us on an OEC Fiber Football Friday, live from Beanstalk Coffee and Snow in their new location off 12th between Maine and Robinson. 